This week on List Off, we explore our top five Nintendo consoles. Yes, we how's do. it going? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. How was your How was your week, Brian? Yeah, it's it's been good so far. A lot of a lot of moving and shaking, this and that. So, <laughs> You've been how about your anything? week? Uh, playing as far as uh, it's it's a lot of No Man's Sky. I got. Oh, I feel cool. like that's going to be the, the the trend for the week most of the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of No Man's Sky, working our way through that, having a, a blast always. Probably going to do that after this so the uh, game, podcast. The game's got you. It's got you. It's got us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's It continues to be just really fun to to explore that world. And you get better equipment and better bases and the story moves right along. So oh, I, cool. I, it, it doesn't seem like there's an end in sight, but there, you know, it, it might be just however long you want to invest in it that's that's how long it goes so pretty open-ended that's cool yeah i still still need to play it (laughs) yeah yeah because i've been uh playing ghost of tsushima pretty much i have seen some crazy gifs online of that that really make me want to play it so so you're a you're a gif guy Oh yeah, I mean that's what the creator of the format has said. So he that's what he I'm doesn't going know with. what he's talking about. <laughs> I didn't know you were a GIF guy, Brian. Oh man, yeah, it's all about the GIF. We're learning so much. Oh my god. Yep. I can't yep. handle it. It's GIF. <laughs> hey, the creator says GIF, and that's what it's, I say. Once it's created, it goes into the ether. It's out of his control. He doesn't get to I dictate see. what it is. The masses dictate what it is. Okay. Are you a Mario or a Mario kind of guy? I'm a Mario kind of guy, but if I'm having pizza in New Jersey with my family at a place called Mario's, it's Mario. That works. Okay. But he's that, definitely Super Mario. Yeah. That, see, that's what he says, the creator. Well, I mean, he's the one who says his name, so yeah. that's what I'm going with. Yeah, he does. He does say <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Ghost of Tsushima is uh, incredible. Um yeah, still really into it, super into it. But another game has caught my attention. Uh-oh. And it is uh, something that, you know, sometimes before a game comes out, <laughs> you get these really like unexpected games and you realize, oh my God, this game's coming out in a week. Like, I can't believe it. And you just start watching all the like footage you could find about it. And that's been me with uh, Fall Guys. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I, an, um, that's on what? PS Plus, right? It's gonna, it's gonna be it's also on steam um it is i think a, a game you would normally have to purchase but it is included for free with ps plus and apparently playstation is giving away ps plus to all playstation owners for the month of august so oh my god yeah not wow. only i think it's only for like a two two day period starting august 8th i don't even know if this episode is going to be aired by that time right um but so not only can you get ps plus but you get this game for free so it should have a huge player base and it looks like a ton of fun if you're not familiar i know you are brian but if if uh, you're not familiar listeners it's a it's a battle royale that's basically like mxc the most extreme elimination challenge where uh, that's crazy yeah it looks like so much fun (laughs) it just looks like a joy to play and uh full of butt clenching moments (laughs) exactly yes so this scenario reminds me of rocket league because that came out on ps plus it launched as one of those free games Mm -hmm. and just got this huge player base because of it 
So I, I feel like they're going to kind of have a similar trajectory if it's yeah. a really good game. So yeah. that's exciting. Like, it looks like a fun game where like Stephanie and I could switch off rounds and you know, yeah. what I mean? like everybody could have a good time playing it. It looks like it's fun for everyone. Not right, just, a, right. yeah. Usually I'm all about that single player story driven, but I do like online competitive games too. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, I should mention one other game that I dabbled in. Uh, so Jason Schreier from uh, Triple Click Podcast and many other things has been playing Cross Code on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard I've, of that? I, well, I've been listening to Triple Click, so yeah. yeah. yeah so you're, you're aware of his, his love of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I jumped into it. It's on Game Pass. So I love all these really easy ways that we can just jump into games with PS Now and PS Plus and Game mm-hmm. Pass. It's just like I don't have to uh, pay anything extra than what I'm already paying and got this yeah. whole library of games. Yeah. incredible yeah uh but yeah it's it's got those snes sprite vibes to it so it's it reminded me of like a chrono trigger from the past um, like, i haven't it, I've, oh, go ahead. It, it's kind of a puzzle game um i've played like 20 minutes so not not much at all uh but i it's the art style is intriguing me and um, i'm anxious to get into to some more antics in it so yeah okay. i'll let you know more thoughts later that'd be cool i think you're a person who plays like an mmo in game is that right i i don't you don't even know that much okay well if I, maybe i'm misremembering but uh i'm pretty sure that's what how it was explained on triple click but i could okay. be mixing it up with a different game i could see where that comes from i like i haven't explored too much yet but yes yeah. i that, yeah. that vibe is there for sure cool cool yeah so you're ready to get into our list yeah, let's go ahead. All right. I'm not uh, going to monopolize so, the start, so it's it's Brian's turn to start okay. this week. <laughs> so I'll, I'll We're start doing runner-up, right? That's right. Yep, that okay. honorable mention to begin with here. Uh, so we're talking these Nintendo consoles, and what better one to start with it than that nice purple, or I guess Indigo Cube, the GameCube. Yeah. Great system. Uh, did not make my list, but uh, yeah, it, it is a fun little cube uh, lots of great exclusive games. Um, the birth of Super Smash Brothers Melee, so yeah. that that automatically jumps it up there uh, in terms of a good system for me. Probably the cutest Nintendo system. It is the cutest. You know, I've, I've actually taken one apart. Uh, my my friend and I had an old one that wasn't working, so we yeah. tried to get in uh, and just see how it works. And it's crazy how they just <laughs> pack all those electronics into that little tiny cube. I always thought the the little discs were super cool. You know, everybody yeah. else on their Playstations and their Xboxes had yeah. the big disc, but it was like this, this little tiny little disc. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Still fit all all the data we needed to. So that was all I cared about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, unless you were playing uh, the Resident Evil remake, which was too tiny. Yeah, that's discs. true. Yeah, yep. I remember yep. that distinctly. It was like abruptly at one point in the game, it was like okay. Time to switch your disc. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, my runner-up for the top five Nintendo consoles is the one that started it all. The NES, the Nintendo right. Entertainment System, Famicom, if you're cool. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's not the first console I had when I was younger, but it's by far the one that I remember the most, the one that started gaming as I now know it. Um, what was your it, first console? We had an Atari 2600. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that was kind of our situation too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I had a Commodore 64 as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then an Apple IIe. 
computer. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was kind of cool. We didn't we didn't get a computer until the Compaq era and like right two thousand or so. This was probably the only computer we had before they started really you know getting in every home. Right. Um, and I just remember playing Frogger on my Apple IIe. Oh, I love Frogger. <laughs> It was like really green, like that green, you know. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like a like a old uh, game. Well, not like the old Game Boy screen because the background was black. But anyway, I digress. The Nintendo Entertainment System uh, started so many franchises, great library of games, and uh, yeah, a lot of good memories of playing with friends. Battle. Did you have the Zapper? I, of course, every everybody oh, yeah. had the zapper. Yeah, yeah, definitely had the zapper. I, I had Hogan's Alley. I actually liked Hogan's Alley a lot more than Duck Hunt. I, I really didn't like the dog in Duck Hunt, but Hogan's Alley sure. was this this kind of game where you'd go through and criminals would pop out, and you'd have to shoot the criminals, but not the civilians. Yeah, that's cool. There's a really interesting thing on YouTube about how the light gun works, uh, and it, it's yeah, just look it up, and it's crazy how they like flash the screen and that registers certain points on the, on where the zapper is actually pointing. Oh, interesting. So yeah, it's a pretty yeah. cool watch. Yeah. And not to mention, this is the system that single-handedly saved the gaming industry. <laughs> it did. So, yeah. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Atari was, was determined to tank the whole thing, but <laughs> here we are. Thank I you. Know. Damned in tar- Atari, like trying to make money. What a silly thing for a company to do. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's start the, my list then with number five, and that is the 3DS. So Nintendo's foray into 3D, which that was mind-blowing, actually seeing that work on a handheld without glasses. Uh, I didn't get one at launch, but one of my friends did, and it was crazy to see Ocarina of Time remake without any sort of special lenses or anything and seeing Link in 3D, that, that just blew my mind at the time. Uh, but yeah, that started out as a very expensive system, and then they <laughs> yeah. dropped the price down significantly pretty immediately. Uh, but yeah, that, that library, uh, I, I don't know if you would even call the 3DS dead yet. I don't think they've like yeah, stopped no, production or anything. It's technically still going. So Yeah, it's definitely yeah. not cheap. Like, I mean that you would think it would be for being such, you know, how long has it been out now? It's been out for quite some time. Yeah. Nine years. A new one will still put you back over a hundred bucks. Right. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I thought it would be very gimmicky when I first heard of it. You know, I didn't, I just didn't think that the level of the 3d effect that they achieved was possible. So I was interested to see it. And I remember the first time I saw it, I think it was super Mario uh, 64. Uh, and it blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Good Very good cool. little system. Nice, nice small. Uh, pro- might be the only or the, the final portable system that Nintendo makes, it, and if we're not counting the Switch, but... Switch Lite? We'll see. Yeah. Right? Isn't that... Yeah. I mean, is it technically a portable? It's that, that's a whole other debate. I don't yeah. know. That's, Can it, that's, it doesn't fit in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. N- none of those switches fit in your pocket, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> So my uh, my number five is the Nintendo sixty four. Okay, so many memories with yes. this system. Yeah, yeah. The first time oh seeing gosh. Mario in three D. I remember. So there, it was like revolutionary stuff. Moving the camera. Yeah, and, uh, and it took some getting used to, but yeah, that that 
I, it was it had never been done before for sure. And it, you know the precursor to the double uh, double joysticks, right? You had uh, the C buttons were that precursor. Yes. Yeah, the proper way to play Goldeneye. Of I don't course. know how you played, but well, what do you mean? So I don't did play you ever in, switch inverted like an animal. Well, so invert is the the only way to play because it makes the most sense just anatomically. <laughs> I think you can't switch it off in that game, actually, if I remember correctly. It's like you can switch it, but if you're playing multiplayer, everyone has to do the same style. So if like if I want inverted, uh, you have to be inverted too. Which, yeah, I had to convert many people to inverted to make sure we were all playing Brian, properly. Brian, were you an odd job guy? No, no. Okay, good. <laughs> I, so I I didn't care about people playing odd job because my control style was move with the C buttons and look around with the joystick. Oh, that's so cool. I could just headshot odd job. No problem. Oh, no problem. Yeah. That, that was, that was no issue. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I would always pick the helicopter pilot for the caves because he's like got the dark helmet with the dark sure. outfit and you could just hide <laughs> in little corners. Yeah. Blend in. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was pretty cheap, <laughs> oh. but, uh, yeah. Ocarina of time right um i i think it was the first game to use the z targeting that actual targeting system in the 3d environment which was really cool yeah they they certainly had to figure that out and they they kind of nailed it on the first try there golden eye right and then i think uh, uh, something that gets passed up a lot when we when people talk about the nintendo 64 is the wrestling games it was a golden age for professional wrestling sure and (laughs) and the wrestling games on nintendo 64 are I mean, I haven't played a lot of wrestling games since then, but they were great games to play with a group of friends. I think the wrestling, whoever makes those games now, are chasing that era, and yeah. they just have not found it. Yeah. Best kart racer of all time? Diddy Kong Racing. That's yeah, right. you got it. You got okay, it. Okay, That's right. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely I right, mean, Brian. It had an adventure mode, and it had a two-player adventure mode, and it was more interesting to have that hub world than, than Mario Kart 64. Dude, it had boats. It had planes. Had, like, you know? yeah. It had boss fights. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, people wanted to play Mario Kart all the time. And I'm like, why don't we play this other su- far superior game? It was and, great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I'm glad we agree on, on that. So I'm going to do this with all my systems. I'm going to list games that, you know, really make these incredible systems unfortunately the reason i put the n64 at five is because it had such a severe lack of third-party support i remember reading nintendo power and uh hearing about games that were being developed and they would just never come out a big one because uh metal gear solid was popular at the time and a big one i was waiting for was hybrid heaven i think it was called it was developed by konami and it looked like it was kind of metal gear solid-ish and i just i remember waiting so long and reading articles about this game being in development and just never i mean i think eventually it was released but by that time i was done you know i wasn't waiting yeah and i think it really kind of stunk when it was released too but yeah just a, a big problem with that was uh was the lack of third-party development. Yeah, that, that, that definitely stunk. I mean, the best third-party there, I, I think you would call it third-party, uh, would be Rare. Rare. Rare, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that was just the, the golden age for Rare. For uh, sure, they have I'm not concerned. been the same since then. Ever. Yeah, they, yeah, they've had some good titles Banjo here and there. Kazooie? I know, yeah. I, again, Rare making the superior... I, I will say Banjo-Kazooie is superior to Mario 64. I know that might be a little contentious, uh, but uh, I, I would much rather go back and play Banjo-Kazooie nowadays. I'd, I'd probably agree with that. 
like which one would I rather play right now? But I played yeah. Super Mario 64 a lot more than I played Banjo-Kazooie, so. Yeah, I probably did too, actually. <laughs> All right, so my number four is the Game Boy Advance. A lot this of handhelds. A lot of handhelds, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they round out uh, part of my list for sure. Uh, but this, this system, it was a horrible system to play in <laughs> retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> but that did not stop me from pouring hours and hours into it. This was the first handheld that I bought with my own money. Wow. So it was, I think it was $99.99 when it came out. I did not have money for games, but I, I went ahead and got the system anyway. And uh, yeah, I remember renting Castlevania uh, from Blockbuster and just sitting there with a light directly behind me, squinting as much as I could, <laughs> and just playing through that game. And yeah, the, I, w- I will say the iterations of the GBA, you know, the SP and, and mm-hmm. even the micro uh, definitely increased. Uh, they were great. The value of that system and, yeah. and the library for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that was that was a came out at the right time for me to really just I was doing a lot of family trips or, or just, you know, playing after school. And hey, I've got this pretty cool handheld system that's basically a Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And you could plug it into your GameCube and use that Tingle Tuner. Yeah, exactly. Tingle <laughs> Tuner or Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, which I, I think rented and tried once and that was not for me. But no, me yeah. neither. I did. I actually bought Crystal Chronicles because I'm like, Nintendo's oh. getting a Final Fantasy game again. And it was not a Final Fantasy game. You know they're remaking Crystal Chronicles. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe outdated. I maybe I like you know you, you progress as a gamer, so maybe I would be better at it now. But man, I remember really not liking it. Yeah, I think the way to play that was probably get four of your friends and and just be with your friends was the fun part of it. Yeah. And yeah, no, the DS was great. Um, I mean the uh, GBA was great. <laughs> Yeah, not to give away my number four. Oh. <laughs> no, but, uh, uh, no, I thought it. Yeah, phenomenal system. I had an SP. I waited for the SP, and I'm I'm glad I did. Yeah, that that was the one to get for sure. Beautiful yeah. system. I had the NES SP, and I loved it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It had like the the, the print stripe it. down yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my number four is the Game Boy. And uh, original Game Boy. Well. So I know you just used two of your spots for two different ones, but I'm using one of my spots for two different ones. Okay, that's fine. If I had to choose one of the handhelds, it would be the original Game Boy. Uh, It was just, it was groundbreaking, right? It was the one that started it all, Uh, especially for Nintendo that now is integrating handhelds into its consoles and really became known for its handhelds. Um, I just remember playing Tetris. Uh, family road trips were never the same. That thing would eat batteries, though. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I would stay up on weeknights playing Tetris in my bed. And uh, I, I was really good. But I just remember, like, eyes bleeding because you don't want to blink as the lines right. start coming down faster. And then I look at the clock, and it's, like, 2 in the morning, and I got to school the next day. Oh, it was rough. But, it, yeah, I loved I loved my Game Boy. Uh, it definitely changed how games were played, being able to take them with you. But if I had to pick a favorite Nintendo handheld, personally, it's the DS. Because uh, you could play GBA games on it. Sure. And you could play DS games on it. But uh, none of that would have been possible without the original. 
the DS was cool. It, it kind of started the whole like Nintendo's doing Apple kind of aesthetics with mm-hmm. their their menu system and yeah. and the whole console itself was just beautiful. I, the light I'm talking about, right? Uh, well, the original wasn't that. bad. It oh wasn't my bad. god, that was that was a brick. It thing was, was yeah, oh, but at I, the time it was you know we look back now and it was a brick, but at the yeah. time it wasn't that bad. I think I had an original one too because I got it yeah. before the light was a thing. Right, but uh, that, I was in the Coast Guard when I had it, and I remember being underway on a so I was on a three hundred seventy five foot cutter, hundred seventy people crammed on this ship, and there were like three or four other people who had a, a DS. So we would like send each other messages, you oh know, in the, in the because uh, we're uh, chatting. Yeah, we were, we were. <laughs> it was great. Uh, it was funny, man. Yeah, and then just being able to play like Advanced Wars, we talked about briefly in the prior show. Uh, yeah, it was it was phenomenal phenomenal system yeah they, they really got the wireless communication working mm-hmm. um so you didn't have to do all those link cables and things like that yeah, yeah that yeah. was fun for yeah. sure yeah for sure all right so my number three is the nintendo 64 oh so i i think it yeah this this system really it it held a special place in my heart for sure uh i i might venture to say I put the most hours into any system with the N64. Wow. Uh, that wow. might not be true, but I think it's pretty close. I, you know, I had more time when I was younger, mm-hmm. so I was definitely pouring pouring it into to games. It's interesting you say that because now I'm like, did I? It, it's it's definitely up there. If yeah. not one, it, it has to be like number two. Yeah. How but, how like where were you in your life when the Nintendo 64 came out? So I would have been eight years old when it actually came out. Right. Um, and then, yeah, it, what they stopped making games for it in, let's say, 2000. So yeah. 12 by the end of it, 13. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had a lot of time to play and I was the right age for all of those you know, <laughs> Nintendo games and yeah. rare games uh, to really enjoy them. Right. Uh, I remember going to Blockbuster on the day that Banjo Kazooie was actually releasing, waiting there for the truck, <laughs> and then telling them, "I am here for Banjo Kazooie. How long until it's it's ready to go?" And they're like, "Oh, okay. We just have to take it out of the box." Oh, they brought it home and oh, yeah. I could imagine some guy driving the truck being like, "What are you talking about, kid? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. What's <laughs> Banjo no Kazooie?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably thought I was crazy, but yeah, I was ready to play that game. That's great. But uh yeah, that that whole system uh horrible controller, horrible graphics looking back at all of those <laughs> no things, way. but no. it's that's the thing, you know, it's, Dude, it's those a nostalgia. First, all those yeah. first forays into 3D, you could look back and say they are like pol- polygonal messes, but yeah. it was great at the time. It was beyond, you know. Do you think we'll ever get people making video games now with that N64 aesthetic. Oh, like a retro? Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, absolutely. Someone's going to do it, if, if we, we haven't already. Right. We get that with, you know, sprite-based games and Super Nintendo all the time, but mm-hmm. I think that the polygons are just a little rough-looking sometimes, so <laughs> we'll some, see. Like, some, like, 500 polygon g- new game oh developed, that'd be hilarious. It would probably feel so easy to make. I mean, I'm not a game developer, I have right. no idea, but, yeah, that, that seems like nothing now. Yeah, no, I mean, so the reason I asked where you were in your life is because I I was at the end of, I'm a little older than you, and I was at the end of middle school and early high school when it was really in the prime. And uh, same thing, I just remember 
like Turok and Turok two had a competitive mode and GoldenEye and yeah, all all that. It was really it was a very um group friendly like console to play with your friends. Yeah. 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 Having those four controllers was was amazing for sure. Yeah, and in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have been playing GoldenEye at nine years old, but <laughs> hey, I mean it was fun. So Yeah, it I, did have blood. And some of those animations too, when people got shot, you could like shoot them in the crowd oh, yeah, and watch just, them like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pretended that they spilled some cranberry juice all over their shirt and moved on. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding it from your parents, right? Exactly. No, yeah. no, they they were the ones who wanted to play it too, so oh, it worked fun. out. That's great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I remember cool. when we actually got GoldenEye, it was, we went to the Walmart or something and I really was like interested in GoldenEye and I was interested in this like play set with these action figures. And uh, my, my stepdad at the time was like, okay, we can get GoldenEye or we can get this like toy set that you want. And I was going back and forth in my mind and I knew that he wanted me to choose right. GoldenEye just so he could play it. And, and that's what we went with. So it worked out. Well, it was a good choice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was a good choice. So uh, my number three, um, if I were to say, you know, the word versatile, what Nintendo console would you think I'm talking about? The Virtual Boy. You're right. No, <laughs> yeah. I knew it. Yeah, you're right. Boy, that red mess of a headache. <laughs> Nothing quite like it. <laughs> no, oh, man. It's, a, it's a Nintendo Switch. Is my third favorite Nintendo console. Oh wow! Okay. Very yeah, top cool. top three top three. That's good. Right? I think it's um, it, it's a perfect culmination of Nintendo as a manufacturer. The, they were making their consoles and they were making their handhelds, and it's like those two timelines converged. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's everything that Nintendo a realization of what they were trying to do as a company, and it really has carved out its spot. It's not a part of the console wars, if that's even a thing anymore. I mean, yeah, apparently console as we wars. Talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, 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 you know, so the Nintendo sixty four, right? You make fun of its graphics, but for me, I remember it was it was mind blowing. It really did blow my mind the first time I played a three D Mario game, and it played like two D Mario, but the whole world was open, and it had been a long time since I had played something and thought it was felt like it was magic. And the switch did that for me when you could, I I didn't know what the lag would be like when it was plugged into the dock or taking it out of the dock and to play a game with the scope of breath of the wild on your television and just lift this thing up out of its, out of its dock. And it doesn't skip a beat picks up right where you left it and looks just as good on the handheld. It it was, it was felt like magic. I didn't believe it when they showed that initial concept trailer of what the switch was going to be. And they showed the guy playing on the couch and then picking it up and all the hipsters on the rooftop. Yeah. That I was like, there's like, there's some magic going on where there's just editing it to make it, it seem like it's, you know, a lot less time and, but no, that's exactly how it works, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's crazy. <laughs> not to mention that the battery life is respectable. It's not that short of a battery life, especially yeah. if you turn the brightness down from 100%. It's really not bad at all. Do you have a uh, better battery switch, or do you have a launch switch? Oh, I have a launch switch, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so, I'm, I mean, the, the ones they're making nowadays are, are even better battery, wow. which is, yeah. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, 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 definitely great system 
we talked about the games already, so I'm not going to yeah, get into yeah. all that. We, we yeah. did a whole thing on that for sure. Yeah, go so. listen to our top 10 Nintendo Switch episode if you want exactly. to hear our, our take on that. All right, so my number two Nintendo console is the Super Nintendo. Oh, cool. That's my number two. Oh, okay. Well, let's yeah. let's dive in then. How about that? So, yeah. It's iconic. Uh, it is. <laughs> yeah. It. I mean, this this was where I really was all about Nintendo. You know, I I played the the NES, and honestly, I did not play too many games on it. I maybe ten, fifteen in in the entire time that that we had one. It was all about the Super Nintendo. I was so ready to play those games, and it 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 jumped graphically to this insane yeah, level that i agree i was i was not ready for <laughs> i agree yeah i mean when you look at nintendo uh nes games i remember playing mario 3 super mario brothers 3 and thinking wow like this is so compare that to the first super mario brothers right and then seeing the jump from that to the snes was yeah awesome yeah. awesome yeah the first re- game re- i saw on an snes was a. Uh, um the Legend of Zelda too. Uh, Link wow. to the past. Link to the past. I remember being in a hobby store and seeing it, and it had been out for a little while. The system had, but I didn't have one. And that was the moment I was like, I have to get this. Yeah, <laughs> I have to own sure. the system. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just thinking back on all the games that were on there, uh, you know, Mario World was was the one that you know came with the system, so most people had it and loved it. Uh, but you get that, and then towards the end of the life cycle, you're getting things like Donkey Kong Country yeah. and just seeing at that time, 3D graphics in this game, it it broke my brain for for however old I was. And it, it was just amazing to see. And it, it felt like a, a movie in, in some of those instances. Um, but yeah, some, some of my favorite games, my absolute favorite game of all time comes from this system, which is Chrono Trigger. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to list off some games for you. Yeah. Because this is what one of my points was in my list here. Are you ready? Yeah. Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. <laughs> yes. Have you played it? Oh, yeah. My brother and I went through the whole thing. Incredible. Right? Oh, yeah. Turtle, turtles in Time. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Yes. <laughs> Super Ghouls and Ghosts. You know how I feel about that game. Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy 3 or 6, whichever you'd rather call it. <laughs> the Mega Man X titles. Contra 3, Super Castlevania, and that's not even like talking about the heavy hitters, like Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, Earthbound, Link to the Past, Super Metroid, Donkey Kong Country Games, Super Mario RPG. I mean, the amount of legendary titles on this system is is just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's insane how many games are on there and... Yeah, we can talk about Yoshi's Island as oh, much God. as you yeah, want. Yeah, that's right. Yoshi's Island. <laughs> <laughs> that was, hey, another game that had these cool 3D effects in it, and I was right? took blown what, away. Yeah, <laughs> took what Super Mario World did and built on it. I remember the first time I touched those flowers, and I started oh, yeah. getting, and Yoshi got high, and I'm oh, like, yeah. what is happening right Touch now? Touch fuzzy, get dizzy, man. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think they actually changed that for subsequent releases. I remember oh, really? on the Game Boy Advance version, they, they changed parts of how that worked. Well, I played it on the Mini, and it, it still plays like that. That should be the same, but yeah. for I think for GBA specifically. Star they, Fox? Yeah. Star Fox? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Star Fox 2 now. We get to enjoy that. Uh, that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. That, like, 
unfinished version. <laughs> Very unfinished. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever play a uh, stunt race FX? No, no, that's it. I've heard wonderful things, but yeah. no, never played it. It was pretty cool. I remember really liking the Power Rangers games on Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. They had like three or four of them. And they had a fighting I, game too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They, the, the fighting game was good. They had a racing game, Power Rangers Zio, <laughs> uh, which is where I kind of stopped at Power Rangers. But yeah, it was still yeah. really fun. Yeah. Not to go back to the Nintendo 64, but did you ever play the Rush games? Like San Francisco Rush or Rush no. 2049? Okay. I played Beetle Adventure Racing. Oh, that that's was, a great one. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, a lot Cruise in USA, Cruise in World were on the Sure. Yeah, there were some good ones on there. Yeah. Beetle Adventure Racing though. That, that was, was cool. Fun. Yeah, that was a good game. <laughs> There's a, a dinosaur on one of the levels. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to the SNES. Yeah. No, great system. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember, I think the last game I played on it was Mario RPG and just poured hours into it and tried to get a hundred percent of everything. And yeah, that was, that was a delightful game. Yeah, no, it it really, it really was. And a good partnership there. (laughs) Yeah. I really really felt like Square was going to stay with Nintendo forever. They had such a good partnership with the SNES. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's weird to think about how all that changed with the advent of the CD, and that mm-hmm. that seemed to really be what what Square was after. And can't blame them. I mean, they they were certainly successful in the route they took. So, what do you, what do you think the world like the console gaming world would look like if PlayStation ended up just making an add on, or Sony ended up just making the add on for for oh, Nintendo, man. like it was originally planned, like the disc drive was planned? Right, we would be living. Probably in a different world. I, I feel like Sony would have still jumped in themselves at a certain point, yeah. uh, especially if like Microsoft did the, the same thing right, that they did. Right. Uh, Sony is, you know, they were obviously big enough at the time to to do just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A world without Sega, we have realized, and yeah, that's a shame too. Yeah, the Dreamcast was a great system. You, yeah, you want to talk about great systems? The Dreamcast was just like let's say five or 10 years too early for, for what they were trying to do with yeah, it. And yeah. Man. I know. Rip, rip, yeah. rip sake, a <laughs> console maker. They still make games. Yeah. At <laughs> but, least we uh, got the, the controller was basically uh, poured into the Xbox design. So yeah. that, that lives on. Yeah. You don't get the little, like uh what are those pets called? That you remember it had the little oh, thing that yeah. you plug into the controller? Yeah. Yeah, the BMU and yeah, the Chows. The That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. That battery lasted all of like <laughs> a week. Yeah, but yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. I loved uh well, this is not a Dreamcast uh podcast, but uh but it speaking could be. of the BMU. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. That, that should be the next one. I don't know what we would even list off, but uh yeah. <laughs> Best Dreamcast games. Yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe there's we'll a do lot that. there. There's a there lot are. there. Did you ever play Code Veronica? Just very quick. Oh yeah, segment. absolutely. Yeah. On the Dreamcast, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, and you got to see your your status uh, mm-hmm. if you were fine or in danger. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool. Anyway, you want to take away the number one? No, no, no. I want to talk about Gauntlet Legends on the Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Power Stone. <laughs> Soul Caliber? Yeah. Like, what do you want to talk about? Here? I know. Is yeah. this what are we even? What is our <laughs> list this week? <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you started it. You got to do number one. Okay. Okay. You got everything you wanted out of the Super Nintendo. I believe so. Okay. So my number one 
is the Nintendo Switch. Uh-huh. I saw that I think <laughs> I think this console. I mean, yeah, every, it, it was it was between that and the Virtual Boy again. <laughs> the Switch. I I think I have not had as much fun as I have with the system. I think it has a great library of games, and yeah, we, we still have some time before the end to see really where where it lands on the the pantheon. But the Switch. That, the, the magic of how it operates. And I, I have a Switch Lite now, so I don't get all of that magic anymore. But just seeing how you can switch between the TV and the and the console and bringing the games everywhere. And I know that we're getting that with these different Stadia and xCloud, but this is dedicated hardware. You're, you're playing these games. Nothing else is happening. We don't have a, a Wii U console off to the side that's <laughs> that's performing the magic or anything. It's it's just the thing that's in your hand, and it it feels like a Game Boy that has actually really good looking and playing games, mm-hmm. and I think that can't be understated yeah. at all. No, it's it's incredible to to have what you have in the palm of your hands. Yeah, to have the quality that you're, you have. When you That's when you it. play a switch, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think we're still gonna get some some super heavy hitters. I, the switch is is in its prime, uh, and we're gonna get at least Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, I think that's gonna. And I mean, I shine. think that's that right there will be enough to make it yeah top tier. You know, sure. Metroid yeah. Prime. I'm I'm excited to, to see how that rolls out. And yeah. well, they had to restart that whole game. They did, yeah. Which you know, which it's probably it went for the best. The, but it, yeah, it went to the right developer, man. Because Retro Studios did those original ones, and oh right. my goodness, those original Metroid Prime games, Chef's Kiss, dude. Yeah, yeah. I I remember at the time thinking Metroid Prime is the prettiest game that I have ever seen yep. on any system, and yeah, yeah. Like the ref- anyway, uh, reflections, the reflections and oh, yeah, no, the wall, water face. pouring off your visor. Oh gosh, right? Yeah. Come on, so many cool things. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> now we're gonna get into Metroid Prime. <laughs> hey, hey, it's it's coming to the Switch, so I'm I'm ha- I have high hopes. We'll yeah. see I how, hope they really. What if they out. release like a trilogy remaster too? That'd be cool. That that'd be cool. Um, I don't know how much. I mean, it would be good for people who have not experienced mm-hmm. that to to jump back in because. Yeah, there's not really a great way to play it. I mean, it came out on the Wii U and the whole trilogy, but who has Wii U? So I did. I know. <laughs> but you don't now. I don't now. That's the truth. <laughs> That's the truth. No, I agree. The Switch is a, a phenomenal console. Probably third best. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm interested to hear what this uh, number one is for you now. All right. What do you think the number one is? Well, hold on. Yeah, so you've already done the Super Nintendo. You've already done the NES. You've already done the N64. You've already done the handheld. Mm-hmm. It's the Wii U. It's the Wii. It's the Wii. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not the Wii. Why would it be the Wii? It's the Wii U? It's the GameCube, boy. Okay, okay. Let's I was very go. confused there. <laughs> this is a Homer pick for sure. But okay. I have always loved the Nintendo GameCube. Um. It's a cute little box, and it's got tiny discs. We've covered this with your runner-up, but I mean, I cannot state enough. It's got a handle. It's got a handle. That's Brian. right. You can take it with you like a tiny little suitcase this is that true. holds all your dreams. 
It's all right, all right. So <laughs> the system's great. What games are we talking about here? That so this is why this Nintendo is why console. it is the top Nintendo console. It, it it has the best entries from Nintendo's first party games. Period of any console release ever. I understand people say Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, and yes, Breath of the Wild is inarguably the best developed Zelda game. However, the best Legend of Zelda game is Wind Waker. Okay, okay. Period. I didn't know where that was going. I was like, Twilight Princess? Yeah. Okay. Nah, nah, that's like number 10, maybe. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do that a different podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it has the best Mario game, Sunshine. All right. Now, maybe prior to Odyssey, it has the best Mario game. I'll give you that one. But uh, best Metroid? Uh, Metroid yeah, Prime. Yeah, that, that's true. Best Smash Brothers game? Melee. Best <laughs> Mario RPG, The Thousand Year Door. I have not played that. Oh I have gosh. not played Paper Mario and The Thousand Year Door, and I can't, I can't live with myself now. I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I played Paper Mario 1, no, you're and, cool. and I heard you know all these other games are, are bad, but Thousand Year Door is good. So. Oh, Thousand Year Door is, yeah, incredible. I need to play it. Yeah. Okay. Um, it has Double Dash, which is not the best Mario Kart, but it's really, really good. It's <laughs> it a really good, good one. <laughs> okay. uh, aside from that, Luigi's Mansion, Beautiful Joe, Eternal Darkness, Resident Evil 4, The Twin Snakes, Animal Crossing, The Mario Parties, Pikmin, The Resident Evil Remake. I mean, come on. Pikmin's up there. That That's a good start, like you're saying. So, so, so many games. So many great yeah. games on this system. And I, I can't sing its praises enough. I always loved it. I just... um. It will always have a special place in my heart. And uh, yeah, I, I don't that know. Was, I can't say enough about it. Like, I think I've proven that it has the titles. It, it does to have back some it up. very good titles. And I, I will say that was when they were still getting some pretty good third party support. So you got things like Splinter Cell, and it played pretty good, I would yeah. say. Well, I think it's also that I loved the GameCube so much. And uh, even Animal Crossing, like to the point where I got this, God, this e-reader thing. Oh yeah. yeah, and oh, I would scan I the familiar. cards for items <laughs> in Animal Crossing, and yeah. Sure. But it was all these like cool, like weird little peripherals, and I felt like at the time it was so overlooked because of what its competitors were doing. Right, they were still playing that game of we have to compete on the same battlefield and. That's not what Nintendo does. But I think it did. I really do. I think, like, if you look back on a PlayStation 2 game and you look at a GameCube game, a lot of GameCube games look better than PlayStation 2 games. Yeah. It was was the middle system, I think, in terms of power uh, for that generation. And yeah, I just think at the time, people were all about PlayStation 2. And and I, for good reason, look, the library on PlayStation 2 is phenomenal. I loved my PlayStation 2. Um, But I don't think in any way it detracts from what the GameCube deserves in a res- like respect wise, because both of these systems could be good and both of these systems were good. And I just think the GameCube was the better of the two. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Because How do you feel about Nintendo first party. I mean, really. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's what Nintendo does best for sure. What about the controller? I love the GameCube controller. Are you kidding yeah. me? And the wave bird. Yeah, Talk about being yeah. ahead of its time. Sure. I mean, the GameCube controller 
maybe my favorite controller of all time. I had a mini, uh, it, it was like a third party made it, but it was a mini GameCube controller and it was mm. the best, like, oh, it just fits so well. Yeah, yeah. I How do you feel thinking, about the controller? I like the controller. I, I think when I first saw it and seeing the different size buttons and shapes, I didn't understand what the point of that was. But when they explained it, when you held it, it made sense. You're, you're just, you, you are pressing the A button all the time. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it this really big green button. And yeah. that's, that's what we need. And it made it easy. It did make it, it was easy to get to the other buttons. I mean, there's a reason people use this controller still to play Smash. Yeah. I like the triggers too. Those were, yeah. um, I forget exactly how they worked, but they, that last click was yeah. always pretty satisfying. And there was a the little tiny trigger in front of the yeah, yeah. left one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it only had what I think 11 buttons. So it was, it was way down there on, on the number that were going on. Um, but they, they got the job to, done. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I loved it. I loved the GameCube. Can't say enough about it. Yeah. Did you expect it? You really thought it was the Wii? I, I I had no idea. I I forgot that I already talked about GameCube, so I, it wasn't I wasn't thinking right. about it in that term. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, the Wii was a good system. You know, it was really hard to get. <laughs> yeah. I think if we were younger when it came out, we might have a little more fondness for it. Yeah. But yeah. Eh, I don't know. It had yeah, it still had some good games, but it appeared cool. on neither of our lists anywhere. Yeah. So that's how we feel about that. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, if so it what about a, a deeper list? What about Star Fox Adventures? Where where does that land for you for the GameCube? Um, it was all right. Star Fox sixty four was the yeah. height of that of that series right. for sure. I had such high hopes because this was was it the only rare developed GameCube game? Was it rare developed? That was yeah, it was rare developed because wow. it was it was the last thing that they like were contractually obligated to do when they were purchased by Microsoft that same year. Yeah. So I think that was the end. Um, they came out with some handheld games after that, but it, it was in many ways the end. <laughs> it was yes, it, yeah, rare, rare. Uh, yeah, fell off a cliff. Yeah, they really did. Uh, I, there's still some some gems for me uh, post post Microsoft, but was it the Connect Animals game or whatever? They no, <laughs> but it was Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Oh, I don't you know like if you played game. that. Oh my god, I love that game. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have to say, uh, I, I was to share in your Star Fox disappointment, Star Fox Zero for the Wii U. I was mm. really really looking forward to. And they they killed it with the controls scheme, and I, like the game was good. The game was fine. It was, it, it. I feel like if they just made it a normal control scheme, it would have been a good successor to Star Fox sixty four. Yeah, but I didn't even touch it. I just didn't hear great things. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, because now what? Mm. What's going on with that franchise? I oh my feel God. like they're <laughs> talk about GameCube games. F zero. What was it? Oh, yeah. GX. Yeah. yeah. I think GX. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. It's pretty game. fun. Yeah. Lots of sports games on there. Mario Sports, I think. That uh, was like d- the goal. The only good Mario Sports games. I'll yeah. say it. I'll say it. Oh, man. You can't forget Mario Tennis on Game Boy Color. That was my favorite well, one. Better than the GameCube version? Yeah. It had like a story adventure mode. That yeah. That is what gets me for, yeah. for stuff like that. Well, so did the Switch one. And like, 
That was oh, that good. was awful. I don't. Oh, see, that was awful. <laughs> I didn't think it was awful. It got me for like I played. I played for about twenty hours, and then I was wow. done. Like okay. I made. I made it through the story. Okay. And then I was done. I really didn't have interest in playing online with all the tryhards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? That was out of all the Switch games I've ever bought. That is the only one I regret buying, and I bought it digitally. Wow. So. Yeah, I regret oh, buying Mario Tennis. <laughs> that's rough. That is harsh. Yeah, yeah harsh. it is. It is. They did me wrong. <laughs> well, if you guys like what you hear, you could always tell us you like what you hear. Leave us a rating on your favorite podcast uh, streaming service or go ahead and reach out to us with any questions or suggestions you may have at listoffpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at listoffpodcast. Oh, man stumbling and uh we are on twitter the tw- the twitters at list off underscore podcast not to cut you off brian but i, no, I had to no. get it out there right no that's that's perfect we'll get an email someday yeah no <laughs> hey man they're pouring in have you been oh, checking that's it? right yeah they're, no, they're, uh, yeah there's thousands i just uh getting through them all that's yeah. that's the challenge <laughs> for sure for sure but all in all i mean nintendo saved gaming consoles perhaps the gaming industry definitively and now doesn't really compete with anybody which is kind of yeah. cool they just they do their thing and they do it well and we buy them and we love them yeah absolutely wholeheartedly would interesting to see where they go from here yeah so what do you what want do you to do next week? What do you think? Do you think they'll... Because it kind of... So the Switch resolution isn't enough, not to avoid your question completely, no, no. <laughs> to do VR, right? It's not good enough to really do VR, right? right. They kind of experimented with the Labo kit and right. everything. And, and actually, like, I haven't tried it myself, but people say it's very good, the Labo VR. Mm-hmm. But um, do you think they make a Switch Pro and have a way to convert it into VR? I think they make a Switch Pro, but I don't think they care anything about VR. Really? I think really? that other companies are are far and away doing that, like Facebook with the Oculus Quest, mm-hmm. um, right. even PSVR. You know, they're going to have a second iteration. Do you I think, think Nintendo? Well, but come on, what if Nintendo could get a port of like Beat Saber? I mean, that would be cool. I I think Nintendo is very particular and safe when it comes to like looking at a screen. They don't want kids strapping these to their heads. Well, this especially. is the same company that made the virtual boy. It's true. And, and, and look what happened there. I, I think they will never make that mistake again. <laughs> true. Uh, true. I'm just saying, could you imagine like playing breath of the wild in VR? I mean, you can do that with the labo. Oh, really? Yeah, you oh can put that whole game in VR. Stop it. Yeah, look it up. I don't I'm know a, how good it is. I don't <laughs> care. I, I want to go to Hyrule. <laughs> you should check it out. Labo kits are like 20 bucks. Yeah, I got one. Uh, I got the Nintendo Labo um, variety kit for like $18 on, wow. clearance, on clearance. Yeah, yeah I the VR I kit was on, on sale the other day, I saw. Yeah, I haven't put it together. I'm waiting until Everett gets older. Oh, that'll be fun. But, yeah. Yeah. Is that the one that comes with the piano or is that uh, mm-hmm. other stuff? Okay. No, it comes with like the piano and a, few, a bunch of other stuff. I don't know. That's awesome. It's in a box now. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ready to move. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do you want to do next week then, uh, Brian? 
So I think uh, I like think you the, still uh, haven't said my name on the podcast. It's not that my feelings are hurt. It's just that uh, my feelings. This are hurt. podcast, no, I have not said your name. Okay, Ryan. Yes. But now I have, so we're good. Uh, we're good. Right. <laughs> it probably is pretty confusing for listeners if they don't know Brian and Ryan. Like, yeah. So humanity restored. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, what the uh, are we doing top ten hairstyles? Oh yeah, we can do ten. Good? Yeah, we can yeah. do ten. Top ten hairstyles in, in video games, games. yeah yes. and specifically we mean characters within a video game not people associated with video games so this won't apply to like developers or you know owners of companies so gabe, and... gabe newell cannot be on this list as Dude, number one gabe newell's new hair is on fleek though that guy looks like a mountain man did you see yes him? oh did my god yeah that long wow. hair and that bushy beard oh my god i'm yes. all about that gabe <laughs> I, I did not recognize him yeah blew my mind he also said the Xbox is, is going to be the winner uh, in terms well, of power this round. I mean, we'll he also that... looks like a crazy guy who just climbed out of a mountain, <laughs> you know? So it's true. <laughs> take we'll it with see. a grain of salt. <laughs> I like, I like Microsoft. This is so far off Nintendo consoles, <laughs> but it's cool because we got time, man. So uh, I do think that um, I like Microsoft's business plan. I think we kind of went over this, right? Like, I like yeah. their plan better. It is very much like oh, games should be open to everyone who wants to play them. And it's I, very I, consumer I friendly, yeah. for sure. But I'm also, I want those exclusives, dude. Can't play God of War on an Xbox. Yeah. And like, all it takes is for one company to not play nice. And then yeah. that company will probably get my business if it has games like God of War. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of bummed out. PlayStation isn't playing the same game as microsoft but <laughs> they're also going to earn my money by do you not think that the that they playstation sony would introduce a game pass equivalent yeah that like is as aggressive as game pass with first party titles i don't I, that's a lot of contracts that would have to be worked out I yeah mean, that's a lot think, of work i think that i think they don't need to do that so there's there's no reason mm -hmm. for them to play that game yeah I mean, it's, it's, we'll see if it gets to that eventually. I, yeah. I think it would be years down the line, though. I mean, how are you going to get a company like Naughty Dog, who just sold however many millions of copies of their game, to be like, hey, on release day, you're going to make this free to everyone who signs up for our gaming as a service? Yeah. How do you, how do you get them to sign up when they're probably not going to, you know, do you pay them a flat fee? Because I think that's what Microsoft does now. Right, right. And then their game sells tens of millions of copies and they don't yeah. get more money for it. So, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't know Stuff. how it, it's, it seems like the game pass fantasy that it is now is it's going to run out at some point. They've got to either increase the price or, or take things off. I, I really don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Do you want to do a hot take uh, on price uh, for, for those consoles? Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's do it. Sure. Do so, I go first? Yeah, you, you go first. What do you think the PS5 is going to retail for? So I think the digital version will shock everybody. And it will be $349. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that so. is low. I know. That I is know. low. I know. I But, like, I, I've heard um, kind of funny Gamecast talking yeah. about it. And they brought up a really good point. This was uh, like a month and a half ago. And th this is why I, I subscribe to this train of thought. Because if somebody buys the all digital version, so the optical, the drive that you're not including may only cost $20, $50, right? 
but if they charge $150 less, it's incentive for everybody to buy that version. And then they, they never have to give a cut to a game store for any game that anyone ever purchases on those consoles. They get all the revenue from it. Yeah. They're locked into that, that way to buy games. Yeah. And there's not that it, supply chain cost. There's a ton of costs eliminated for Sony because the only game you'll ever get on that system is through Sony. Right. Digitally. Yeah. So So what does that mean for the drive version? Um, probably a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars more, four ninety nine, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. That that's my guess. Four ninety nine for the, the base. I would say three ninety nine yeah. for for the, the disc list one. Yeah. What'd you I just think, say? What'd you call me? <laughs> Three forty nine. That's ooh. That's, I know. I get it. Up. Well, you said a hot take, so yeah. I, I ran with it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think three ninety nine, four ninety nine yeah. for the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I think we're doing four ninety nine wow. for the Series X. Okay, and I think we're doing two ninety nine for Lockhart. Wow. Okay. So okay. even lower than your PS5. See, I think, it's, I think it's going to be lower than that. You do? I do. I do. Lockhart will be streaming, right? Yeah. I mean, like, it'll have the power of xCloud for that but, kind of but thing. It, it won't really have a processor, right? Like it's all like a, similar to Google Stadia, correct? If I'm not so, mistaken. No, I, I'm pretty sure it still has all of the same... I, I don't know where they're skimping, right. but I, I think most of it is still there. It's okay. still going to, it's not just streaming for sure. Okay. Cause if it was similar to Google Stadia, I was going to say that like something ridiculously cheap. Well, so I think, I think what is going to happen is we're going to, we're going to do four ninety nine for series X. Mm-hmm. We're going to do two ninety nine for series S let's call it. Mm-hmm. And I think Xbox one's, are going to be what you're talking about and we're right. going to sell those for 149. So that's going to be you Ooh. can stream Series X games to mm-hmm. your Xbox 1 and make them look as good as a Series X. But yeah, 149 for okay. Xbox 1s going forward. Yeah, no, I mean, sounds good to me. You're the you're the, you're more an Xbox guy than I am, <laughs> but I was going to bust out with like 199 for the uh Lockhart. Yeah. Hey, yeah. if that you would get have been, into people's hands for sure. Just, and four ninety nine is tough, you know. Like even if you go four forty nine, that's so much prettier to people looking to buy a console. I think they don't care right now because people will pay four ninety nine. Yeah. At at the start of a a pretty lengthy generational yeah gap. Well, I'm waiting either way. I, I've come to terms with the fact that initially I was debating getting a PlayStation Five on launch. But um, you know, I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, just gonna wait because then I mean, by the time I end up getting one, Miles Morales will be twenty bucks. Yep, and the system itself will be you know maybe a hundred dollars cheaper, and all the bugs will be worked out. Sure, get the God of War edition when that inevitably That's comes right. out. <laughs> yeah, you know it. You know it. It's amazing how much the prices increase on those over time. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. yeah try finding like a, a Days of Play PS4, and it's hundreds of dollars more than when it launched. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. But uh, with that, I think we should be signing off. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the podcast once again. You could reach us at listoffpodcast at gmail dot com, on Instagram at listoffpodcast, and on Twitter at listoff underscore podcast. Uh, Awesome. Awesome Nintendo console podcast, yes. Ryan. Had a good time. I agree. Had a good time. That was fun, man. Ryan. <laughs>
Again. Yes. Yes. Validation. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.